<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Well, I mean, let's not forget he got the song Gigolo. So, <laughs> what's good? It's another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your lovely hosts who had a... A pretty interesting holiday weekend, but not as interesting as some people. Asia Sky. And I'm your other host who had an interesting weekend in Puerto Rico, A-Dub. Yes, it is Wednesday and we got a lot to talk about. Uh, you know, somebody is fresh back from vacation. Um, I don't know why I did a bad Jamaican accent. It was more like, um, I, sh- I guess I should have been more like una vacation, un vacation. That's probably yes. more like it since it's Puerto Rico. But yes, how did you enjoy leaving the the hood of North Carolina uh, for a couple of days? How did you enjoy that? Oh, it felt good. You know, 4th of July weekend, what better way to celebrate 4th of July than leave the United States and <laughs> go somewhere else? So it was good. It was a good time in Puerto Rico. Good. We love to see it. We love to see it. Another thing we love to see is new kids, new babies. We love it. We got to talk about Big Sean and Janae Aiko. They are expecting a new baby. We also have to talk about Travis Scott. He is hitting stages again. He's back outside performing. Also, Cardi B thinks that Rolling Stone set her up and Nick Canning is addressing people that are criticizing his fatherhood style. A couple of things to get into, but before we dive into all of it, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Please make sure you hit that follow button or that subscribe button on whichever app you're streaming on right now. We appreciate you. I see a couple of people been rating the podcast as well. So thank you. We appreciate all the support. Now let's get to it. All right, let's get started with Big Sean and Janae Aiko. So they are expecting their first baby together. Oh, dang, I don't have our music. Wait, let me give them applause first. <laughs> I'll clap it up from them. It's a, a, definitely a celebration, but we have to play our honorary um, baby music anytime a uh, pregnancy gets announced. Of course. You don't have to play this at all times. Anytime a baby is announced, uh, it's officially considered going baby on baby. Um, Janae was spotted out with her baby bump actually for the first time in Beverly Hills um, this past weekend. So there were rumors swirling around that she was pregnant, but now we actually see it for ourselves. It's actually been confirmed. And Big Sean decided to speak out on it too. So yeah, we kind of got the official confirmation now. Yes, so once that picture started floating around, he took his Instagram stories and basically said a whole new motivation for real. Very grateful God continues to bless us. Thank you. Can't wait to be a dad because, you know, Janae has her daughter um, from her previous relationship with Orion. So, of course, this is her and Big Sean's first baby together, and they've been together for years now. So congratulations to them for real. Yeah, man, that's, that's great. I'm so happy for them, especially because Big Sean – opened up about them losing the baby the first time that um, he and Janae were supposed to be having their first baby together. So um, he opened up about that on the song Deep Reverence. And people really didn't know anything about that. Not that it's anyone's business, but just for him to open up and be so vulnerable about that on the song. And we figure out that that's something that they went through. 
And now Janae looks pretty far along, actually, and I can see probably why they would wait to kind of be out and about with it, especially with what happened last time. So to see that she's out and about looking healthy, they're super duper happy about it. Like, it's just glad to see that knowing what happened before. Yeah, exactly. So it is a very, uh, like you said, kind of nice moment to see like their relationship continue to grow and flourish. And now they're bringing a new life into the world together as a unit. And despite, well, not despite, but um, with everything that happened between them back in the day and things like that with issues and complications and what may have you. So, and like you said, since she does look uh, well along, I believe everything's going to go well and okay. We wish them the best with when she does push out, well, when she does push out the baby. So it's just good to see them in this next step of their relationship. Right. And um, Sean, get that ring ready. Get that ring ready. <laughs> it's about that time. They're probably coming up on a decade soon if you really count count how much time they've been together for real. So, yeah, all the good vibes and blessings to them. That's dope. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's talk about Travis Scott. So he was in New York City over the weekend, and he finally made his return to the stage. Now, they were doing a July 4th party, and it was at uh, Michael Rubin's Hamptons All-White Party. And I guess Travis was on the set as the DJ, but he also did a little bit of performing. Like, basically, the whole world was performing at this party. I was watching the stories all weekend because I was not trying to be too out and about in the mix because I just knew, I felt it in my spirit that there was going to be some craziness going on July 4th weekend. And look what happened. You know, people shooting up parades and all types of craziness. But back to this party. So I'm watching via social media. Um, you got like 21 Savage performing, Drake, Lil Uzi, Lil Baby, Lil Dirk, every Lil in the book, every Lil and Baby in the book was there besides the Baby. <laughs> um, you had everybody performing at this party. But when Travis Scott was performing his songs, that's when people decided to, I guess, be climbing up on fixtures and hanging from things. And as we know, with everything that happened at Astro World, Travis Scott is not trying to be involved in any foolishness. He is tiptoeing around out here. He is trying to walk the straight and narrow. Travis is not trying to be in any trouble. So they kind of had to smooth things out a little bit while he was performing, just so nothing crazy happened. sitting on top of him like maybe like 20 feet in the air sitting on top of the stage where all the lights are looks very unsafe we need y'all to get down hey yo we need you to we got it we got it i 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 got it So now they're climbing down uh, the light, the fixture, the stage fixture. They're like all on the side of it, hanging. Very, very unsafe. Hey, yo, my bro. My brother, just make sure you're okay, though, my brother. You hear me? You're gonna have to, you got it. They gonna, they gonna. They gonna, they gonna. uh... This man is dressed in a Spider-Man costume, by the way. This man that's all the way up there. Everybody okay? Let me get a hell yeah. If everybody want to party, let me get a hell yeah. 
Hold on, hold on, y'all relax. Y'all relax. They okay, y'all got it, y'all got it. Y'all, you back up, back up, you back up, this one. So Travis you. is basically directing the whole entire crowd at this point. He's telling people where they need to be, where they need to go, who need to get off of what, et cetera, et cetera. Basically doing security's job. Um, and I kind of think it's unfair that he has to do that. Like, he's supposed to be on stage rapping. This is not his party, not his event. Like, they're supposed to be making sure people don't do this. And I feel like it's kind of, it's a little wild that they picked during Travis Scott's performance to do it. But I'm glad he nipped the situation in the bud before it could even become anything yeah same here i did kind of find it a little bit odd that it was kind of just mainly during travis scott says was like y'all already know he was trying to deal with everything that happened at astro world why would y'all get up on this uh barricade or whatever stage situation and you know of course probably just excited and things like that but i mean shout out for travis scott for paying attention to what was going on in the crowd this time and actually stopping everything and calling them out and waiting for them to get down before continuing and things like that. But I mean, which was, he's supposed to do because if you were just let it happen again, it definitely wouldn't look good. So he had to do what he had to do. So luckily it all worked out, panned out, everybody's safe, so. Right, everything went smooth. So yeah, it looks like a super lit party. I ain't gonna lie, I need to be at the next one next year. That, mm-hmm. that all white party, it was like a whole concert slash um like rock nation brunch looking type of thing what they everybody was in all white so nobody was like really wearing like suits and stuff like that per se but it was just a very elegant looking party in the hamptons everybody and their mama was there it looked like all good vibes like next year michael rubin oh maybe we can ask uh maybe we can ask our guy jeremy from dx you know since michael rubin gave him the ticket to the super bowl yeah maybe he can get us into the all-white party yeah we're gonna have to right we're gonna have to yeah we're gonna have to work on that one (laughs) all right though let's (laughs) let's move along from that and let's talk about cardi b so she thinks that rolling stone magazine set her up as we know they put her very high up on the top 200 hip-hop slash rap albums of all times and she was number 16 on this list. They put her above projects like Tupac's All Eyes on Me, Lil Wayne's The Carter Three. They put her above Nas's Illmatic. Invasion of Privacy was a fantastic album, but was mm-hmm. it better than Illmatic? I don't know a lot of people that would say yes to that. But Cardi B believes that they tried to set her up by doing that or try to just get clickbait and set her up to get dragged. And I'm a little inclined to agree with her on that. Yeah, I think so too, because I mean, Cardi B being a fairly new artist and her debut album being ranked that high is pretty questionable, not gonna lie, but she did address everything that was going on about it on uh, Angela Yee's lip service. And she's basically saying how she understands why, of course, fans would deem those other albums as classics and higher than hers. But she was saying like, you know, don't be disrespectful either because every song on her LP was certified platinum. And Cardi does believe that her project is definitely a considered, should be considered a classic album. So, but she also feels that Rolling Stone kind of did that in a way to stir up some things, which it clearly did. People are going to see the rankings and be like, how in the world did this happen? Or how is Cardi B this high in the rankings? But it is what it is, but it is kind of questionable. But whoever was doing the Rolling Stone rankings for top 200 albums must be an avid Cardi B fan or something. I don't know, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually feel it deserves to be on the list. Like you're going 200 best hip hop albums of all time. That album broke all types of records. All Mm -hmm. the songs went platinum. Like she said, like 
that you can definitely make the case for that album being a classic, especially a new classic. You put new yeah. in front of it, definitely. Um, when you measure it up against certain other hip hop albums of completely different eras, yeah, people are gonna you know rank those albums higher. But I just feel like Rolling Stone knew what they were doing. They knew this would be salacious. They knew this was going to elicit a certain reaction from hip hop fans, and that's what they did, and it worked. When that came out, everybody was talking about it. It was trending all over social media. People were outraged. It's outrage marketing. And I think it worked. Mm-hmm. I also think it worked better because the album really was a dope album and, and it really was a groundbreaking album. So it's not like it didn't deserve to be on the list, but above Illmatic, like I don't think hip-hop fans would really rank that above that. And even Cardi B said she wouldn't. So it's just like, come on now. Some of these arguments that people be making, the artists themselves be like, all right, y'all doing a lot. Like, even the Chris Brown and Michael Jackson thing, Chris Brown was like, y'all doing a lot. Like, right. when the artist themselves says it, you can't help but to be like, all right, yeah, we, we, doing, we doing the most right now. Sometimes you just got to admit it. Like, yeah, yeah, we were doing the most. And I feel like that's what Rolling Stone should admit. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, well, now let's talk about Nick Cannon because, you know, he has been one of the people that's been getting cooked uh, these past few months at this point as well because he's just been having so many children back-to-back. And a lot of people have criticized him for his fatherhood style, if if that's what we call it. <laughs> yeah, his fatherhood style. And uh, he did a freestyle on the L.A. Leakers, and he addressed all of these different children, or he addressed having so many different children in this L.A. Leakers freestyle. They, they, they thought I was done. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Talk to him, yeah, man. Let they him said know. I was canceled, Nick Handsome. Bitch, how you fathom that slander? Bitch, I was made for the camera. Why you think they named me Cannon Flash? And these diamonds is dancing. I don't even wear that shit half the time. That's so 2009. That's over just press rewind. Justin, I ain't lying. My cool. every rhyme is electrifying. These niggas can't touch me. Yes, I with these power lines. Ooh. Sweating like a bitch. Keep your fist like black power signs. Coward, now you flinching, infringing on my Richard Millie. That's power time. It's man-made. <laughs> But rhythm is God-given. This pimping is all in me. No wonder she all friendly. Have a calling like, Daddy, can I bring a friend along with me? Dog, something is wrong with me. Is it really misogyny when they want to menage with me? Ironically, obviously, I'm a fucking opulent odyssey. Pardon my modesty. But I could sell Satan a gasoline suit. And got his minions trying to ruin me because I was spitting the truth. Everybody want our rhythm, but don't nobody want our blues. Yeah. If you let wolves teach the sheep, only thing they gonna learn how to be is food. Bars. Dude, I said if you let the wolves teach the sheep. Only thing they gonna learn how to be is they fool. Ah, the old repeat it so they didn't, cause they didn't get it the first time trick. <laughs> right. Only thing they ever gonna be is your prisoner. Just listen. I pimp with precision. I'm surgical with this shit. So I tell a bitch quick, eagles don't fight with the fish. So all you niggas on Twitter that's TikTok and chit-chatting and lollygagging and shit. But my haters say I'm overrated. Y'all quit all of that capping. Ain't no way a nigga from Nickelodeon gonna be flowing like that, man. You too old to do that again. Need to go back to hosting shows and being Mariah's hype, man. Yeah, pause right there. Since y'all wanna be all of my affairs, nigga, I take care of all of my kids. Yeah, and that's for sure. And I probably pull up to your baby mama crib and take care of yours. Been doing these whores <laughs> like chores. Mopping these what? bitches like floors. Whoa. Yo, like, Whoa, it's a lot for me right now. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. First of all, the reps... The raps weren't bad. Like, they, they weren't bad. They weren't trash. But I, I didn't, like, expect to hear this type of language from Nick. I expect to hear, like, you know, clean-cut, family-friendly 
fun lyrics, and I'm just hearing a lot of pimp talk. I'm hearing a lot of watch your B. I'm hearing a lot of that. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't. I wasn't expecting that for some reason. Yeah, I wasn't either. Like before, I heard him talk about the Nickelodeon line. I was really about to be like, Mr. Nickelodeon is talking like this. Like it just don't even sound right. But it wasn't bad at all. But it was like you know, I thought he'd been. I mean, he's on the radio. He's on TV. You would think he know to you know just keep it clean at all times, but. I guess with music, he just be letting it all out. Hmm. I I don't know. Now that I heard him with all this, you know, pimp talk saying it's not misogyny when they want to menage with me, and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking hmm. at it differently now. I'm, I'm looking at it as uh, maybe it's not all this, you know, spiritual hmm. chakra aligning vibe that he was giving off before. Now I'm feeling just like it's maybe just him doing it because he can. Like he said, he pulled out the stack of money and said, you know, I, I take care of all my kids. I might pull up, take care of your kids, too. Now it just seems like hmm, maybe he's just doing it because he can and there's no deep seated reason behind it. I thought he had like right. a, a spiritual, godly, hum, meditation thought on it or some deep seated reason why he was doing it all. But from this rap, from what he what it sounded like in the rap, it's just he just doing it because he likes women and he likes to have a lot of women. Right. I mean, let's not forget he got the song Gigolo. So <laughs> I guess it's on brand for Nick Cannon. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I, I will say I was definitely caught off guard by that. I was not ready. I wasn't ready for big misogyny energy from Nick Cannon. I wasn't ready for that. I don't think no one was. That was shocking. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. That was shocking. I won't say jarring because, you know, it's hip hop. So, you know, but... A little shocking, yeah. Definitely a little shocking. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, uh, we're going to unpack this. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to continue to unpack this. You guys let us know what you think of this Nick Cannon freestyle. I think that's a good note to end on today. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms. Also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop PX. Yep, you can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. All right, we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.